This is the podcast for the British International School New York and welcome to Bisney Behind the Scenes, the podcast where we talk with staff, parents and pupils to find out more about life at the school. In this episode, we speak to Thomas Hunt, Head of Sport at Bisney, who explains to us what makes an exceptional sports programme in school life, what the highlight of the school calendar is from a sporting perspective and what extracurricular opportunities there are for pupils at Bisney. But we also find out what UK soccer team Thomas supports. See if you can guess who that might be maybe from his accent alone. Anyway, enough chit-chat. Let's get into this episode right now. Thomas, welcome to Bisney Behind the Scenes. It's great to have you here. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks, Simon. Uh, thanks for having us on. I've actually just got back from a lesson. I was off-site down in East River Park, and we've introduced a new activity to uh, our Year 9 students uh, of Ultimate Frisbee, which is something uh, new for lots of them. So they're, they're working outside the comfort zone, learning lots of new uh, skills, and a game that the majority haven't played before. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been a nice eventful morning uh, down in the East River Park of Manhattan. Ultimate Frisbee sounds pretty fun. I didn't have anything like that at all when I was at school. How does that work then with the with the pupils at Bisney? The the thought behind introducing Ultimate Frisbee to the students is a, a little bit of a break from traditional sports that you might find in a in a school. Um, it's also good for the summer term as our weather is improving now around here. So it's a, it's an activity that I particularly like. Uh, mm. Very simple to to set up. Very accessible for for lots of students, for lots of people, and doesn't really matter too much if you haven't played it before. It's, it's quite easy to pick up the, the fundamentals of the game, and there are many different modifications we can make to what essentially is a, is a team game involving throwing, catching, and supporting your teammates uh, hmm. in different parts of the field. So, so far, we've, we've been we're a couple of weeks into it, and the students are responding very well to it. Initially, perhaps like, hang on, what is this? I haven't played it before, and now very much open-minded to it. And, uh, and really enjoying it. And I think a little surprised how much they're enjoying a new activity, which is, uh, which is lovely to see. That sounds really encouraging. Now, in this podcast episode, we're here to talk about sport at Bisney. We're going to be finding out how the school embraces it. But before we do any of that, could you just tell us a little bit about where you've been before you joined the school, how you ended up at the school, and exactly what it is that you do at Bisney as well? Sure, yeah. So um, I'm in my eighth year at Bisney. Mm-hmm. Before I arrived at Bisney, I worked at uh, another independent school, this time uh, in New Jersey, um, and I was there for about seven years at that school. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been in the, the northeast of America uh, teaching PE and sport for a significant amount of time. In my eight years at Bisney, and what attracted me to Bisney was really the value that um, this school put on sport and all the subjects, which is not always, not always as common in some schools. And you hear about cutbacks in other schools and often sports and arts departments and music are the first ones to go. Hmm. What I really liked about Bisney from the outside looking at the school and then when I came in to see the school was the value that it put on all the subjects, including sports. Right. And really valuing the whole child and the role that, that sports plays in the, in the whole child development alongside those common core sort of um, subjects. So that really appealed to me looking at the school and obviously in the eight years I've been here trying to grow and foster that mentality throughout the school and, and developing the sports provision has been has been a good experience and I've always felt the support of the school to keep mm. growing it and then know that it is valued from the school, from the head of school, but also from the parents. Uh, the students obviously value it very highly too. So um, mm. all the stakeholders at the school are involved in the development of sports and value it highly, which makes for a very nice uh, environment to work in. So in terms of what I do within the school, my role is uh, the head of physical education. So mm-hmm. the, there's the one side that oversees the, the curriculum development, the, the curriculum that is offered from nursery all the way up to the top of the school at year 12 right now. And then all, alongside the, the lessons, 
Um, there's also the development of the, the competitive sports teams and the clubs that we have uh, where we go out and play against other schools in, in New York as well. So it's kind of two strands to what I do. One overseeing the, uh, the lesson delivery uh, and the content of the lessons and the, there's three other people in our department. And then also the side of the school that has the competitive sports element, developing and growing that so that there's uh, as many opportunities in as many different sports as we can offer to the to the children. So for a parent looking at different schools and looking at the different sports provisions that there are in different schools, what makes an exceptional sports programme? Um, well, I think for, for a school like ours, I think our, our PE provision is excellent. Um, I think, again, the time that is given in the school that is valued mm-hmm. in terms of the lessons. Um, you know, we get a, a good, solid amount of time. Um, if you're in middle school, for example, currently you're having two two-hour lessons per week of PE, as well as um, outside of school or after school, there's clubs and, and teams that you can play on. So sport is, is given, I think, what's an appropriate amount of time on the curriculum that is valued highly there. So for, for a strong PE program, first of all, it needs to be valued on the curriculum and have enough time to sort of develop and let the children enjoy it and grow within the, the lesson time. And then in terms of, I think, the activities that go on within that allocated time, that it's varied, it's accessible for everybody. It's not just traditional sort of team sports. I think everyone's got sort of a memory of whether it's in America, whether it's in, in, in England growing up, of, oh, when I was younger, in PE we did this. Hmm. And uh, I think if you hmm. if you polled lots of people, they would probably draw from the same three or four sports about their experiences yeah. and how they felt in them. So I think a, a good PE, an excellent PE program should be varied so that hopefully in 5, 10, 15 years when, when any students that, that's come through a PE program can look back and, and they might reference different experiences they've had like as we mentioned at the very start ultimate frisbee you know and, and you you said oh that's not something i ever did i'd like to think that the the students that came through a business PE program could reference many different experiences they had and that it catered to to a varied amount of uh, interests mm-hmm. rather than just a few traditional sports because ultimately what what we want for for our students to come through our pe program is that they value an active lifestyle it remains part of their lifestyle once they leave the school, whether that's move to another school or whether they become an adult, that, mm-hmm. that physical activity and physical uh, well-being, mental well-being is all linked together. And regardless which high school or college or career you, you follow, that you have a positive association with, with PE and physical activity. And, and I think we were sort of the, the base of the pyramid on, on that as people go through life, but we have a very important role to play that that we uh, have a positive association for the children and sports that can then be continued um, as mm. they get older into into adulthood as well. That positive association, I, I, I think a lot of people would agree with you, is very, very important. How do you go about tweaking and changing the program so that it's still seen as relevant and interesting for children as they get older and advance through the school? A student voice is var- valued very highly within our school. And I think we discuss with the students as they progress from, say, for the primary years into the middle school. Uh, you know, we discuss how they, they how they like the PE program, any reflections they have on it, things they would like to see within the program. Um, mm-hmm. Not necessarily just just specific activities, but you know the, their approach towards it, how they feel towards it. So we definitely take on student feedback and and can tweak that way. If there's mm-hmm. if there's certainly um, if there's interests that are within a, a year group 
that we think is is relevant and meets uh, specific outcomes that we're looking for, then we can absolutely progress ahead with that. And I think as a department uh, and as a school, like uh, in any subject really, that you've got to just keep sort of evolving and, and trying to, to vary as much as you can whilst keeping some core sort of beliefs at, at the heart of that. And, and like I said, if you can, whether it's Frisbee, whether it's cricket, whether it's football or, or soccer, whichever one you'd like to say, mm-hmm. um, or basketball or swimming, mm-hmm. you know, if it's... Um, if it's building that positive association and it and it's and it's varied throughout the year so there's never a it's not seen as like a, a chore to to be physically active that it's it's fresh and it keeps changing then um then that's certainly beneficial and i think we we certainly we value competition within the school um but we also value the the development of of the the individual as well so our view on success within pe is not necessarily compared to a you know, a predetermined set of criteria. It, mm-hmm. It's more the personal growth that can come through, and you know, look at where the starting point is in any given activity, and then let some t- set some targets and goals where we can aim for with that student, and then see how they go about reaching those. Um, rather than, you know, a printout of someone that's not even close to our school being like, you must be able to do this, you must be able to do that for a certain score or a certain grade. We look a bit more at the at the whole child and the development of the child and what their starting point is. Um, within an activity or within PE. So, yeah, those, those are sort of important values to us to look at a bit more holistically rather than just specific sports and who's maybe good at that sport. So tell me a little bit about what your highlight of the year is from a sports perspective. So, uh, I mean, at Disney, I'd say undoubtedly Sports Day is, is the highlight <laughs> of the year. We also have a swim gala, which, which usually takes place around um, February, March time. Okay. Um, which is also a big a big event for the the sports and the PE department at the school, but but certainly sports day is the is the big showpiece event for us. Um, mm. What sports day looks like for us uh, is I mean a, a big part of why it's it's so uh, well liked I think within the school and why it's mm-hmm. uh, a big event is that it involves every student within the school. You know, not many mm. events within a school can have everybody taking part. Um, mm. Sometimes it's for different divisions or different grades. Uh, sports day like it, it, it's sort of nine till three it's a six hour event and at, at some point in those six hours every student in the school takes part um, so it's a really nice community event um, which you know is has a lot of competition too uh, as well because it follows a sort of track and field and athletics kind of format where there's you know 100 meter sprint 200 meters long jump shot put events like that uh, we compete within a house system which always brings a lot of rivalry and com- friendly competition, and then there's also individual, and then there's obviously individual uh, awards that can be given out too. But there's definitely the sense of sort of community um, mm. that Sports Day brings, and it's a it, it's a fantastic event. Um, it usually takes place around June when the weather's very very nice here. Um, we use the the uh, East River Park, which is about a mile from the school, just on the on the East River. Um, lovely sort of setting for um, athletics, track and field. And um, you know, lots of parents come, and the whole school's there, and it's a um, it's a big event for the students, and uh, there uh, it's always one they look forward to. And what are what are the key events are there in the sporting calendar for the school? Sports day is obviously the, the biggest one from the PE lessons. Swim gala is is another one that's there, like I mentioned, and then outside of that, it it switches a bit more to the um, 
to the team sports that we have. And that's kind of ongoing throughout the year. Uh, different sports are played through different seasons. And then each season would sort of peak with a, a playoff and a championship run, depending on the success of the team. So it kind of um, peaks and troughs, so to speak. So like the soccer season might go through, um, through the autumn term here, and it would build towards sort of a championship or a playoff um, week. And then that season would, would end. And then you'd begin the basketball season for the winter. And again, that would involve some league play that would build, hopefully, to a championship run, um, playoffs against other schools. And then that season would end. So the sort of cycle of different sports beginning. So there's always a, an interest of, you know, which, which teams are playing, which events are happening, you know, how are the teams doing, running alongside the, the, the PE lessons and then building in PE lessons building towards sort of the uh, the sports day events there one other part within within the sports um or the pe lessons as i mentioned before the house system is a big part of our school and there's a house cup obviously at the end of the year uh pe lessons in particular can be a huge um a huge opportunity for the students to score points for the house in a friendly way so within our pe lessons there are many house competitions within that which break up the year that students can can look forward to so Again, using the, the Frisbee example of earlier, at the minute the students are looking at the fundamental skills and, and the rules of the game, but um, as the unit and the weeks progress, it will it will result in a, a house Frisbee competition where students will pair up with their housemates and uh, compete with the other houses, and, and then points will go into the overall tally for the House Cup. So the House Cup is a big part in, in sports as well for us. Certainly sounds like a busy calendar of the year then in that case. Yeah, it can be, yeah, <laughs> but enjoyable. <laughs> You know, fast-paced but very enjoyable. Mm. So tell me then how the children learn to balance the, the the competitive element within school with teamwork and cooperation. And tell me a little bit about why that's important as well. Yeah, true. I mean, I think um, I think they they they're both obviously very very important. I mean, um, I certainly think com- having competition is important. I don't think it should be the ultimate end goal. I don't think it's the only thing you should focus on. And I think um, you know if you are driven by uh, competing and, and you value it highly as a, as a student then you you need you know your teammates and you need good teamwork in order to achieve that success within our lessons there's not really the, the ultimate focus on the result of the competition it's more sort of the product of the teamwork will result in at the, the end point then is, is your result or the score of the game but whilst the competition is present and a valid part of the house system or, or sports day the effort the teamwork the cooperation that will result in success is where a, a huge emphasis is placed for us uh, which I think is the correct balance to have within a school setting within a PE environment if you have students that are particularly competitive in in certain sports then you know we, we have the outlet of the of course the, the sports teams within the school where competition is a, a little bit higher because you're playing against another school and also we then facilitate links with local clubs uh, where it's more competitive driven but I think within school mm-hmm. if, if your focus within lessons is just the sort of end result and the competition element then then you can uh, turn people away from it quickly um, and again going back to those memories that people have of PE if you you know if you if you think oh well I lost a lot in school, you know, it, it's not yeah. going to help them have that positive association with it. Yeah. So uh, friendly cop and competition for sure. Um, a sense of pride for your your house, um, your house system, but also understanding that the, the result isn't the only determiner, determination of uh, whether it was a success or not. Um, but there's many other criteria that we can we can look at. So um, but it is it's a tricky balance at times because sometimes you have 
sometimes you have students that are all consumed by the result and some that are not and you have to try and you know mesh the two together to to have a mutual understanding to uh, to realize that you know the teamwork is valued the effort is valued hmm. and uh, it can result in in uh, in success in many different ways so given that the school's got a value of open-mindedness do you find that that really helps in the parents understanding and appreciating that sport in school in 2021 may well be very different to how it was when they were at school uh yes i, I agree yeah i think so and again as i said at the start you know i feel myself in my role and the and the department that we have here have a lot of support from the school and the staff uh, and the parents sorry as well and i think um you know i have colleagues that maybe work in other schools and and they might have a different experience than i do and i and often i'll re, you know relay back to them i said oh no our parents are, are very on side with what we're doing they understand the ethos of the school which is not to say you know we're not competitive and we don't want to to win if it's if it's appropriate for that situation but it's not a sort of win at all cost mentality because i think you can you can lose lots if you if you place children in there and often a win at all cost mentality is is uh, adult driven and not always child driven you know maybe a, a coach wants to win because it looks good for them but you know yeah. sometimes the children you know kind of just want to play and but i think i do feel we're we're fortunate with the the community that we have here the you know they value obviously the competition there but it's they understand uh, as far as i know the com- the communication i have with them that there's many different ways to 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 achieve success within a sporting environment rather than just you know what was the score at the end Tell me a little bit about what extracurricular opportunities there are available for students through Bisney and in the New York area. Um, so within the school, um, it depends on the on the grades that they're in. Um, the The majority of uh, the teams that we have, the extracurricular teams, are in the middle school years. So mm-hmm. some in year six, but year seven, eight, nine, that's predominantly where it is. Partly driven by the the, the culture of um, New York sports, when it gets to middle school that's really when it starts to, to take off the schools competing against each other. Lower down in the primary years, there's not necessarily school versus school, um, as you might find in in, uh, in in England, perhaps. But here, it's definitely more in the middle school. We we offer, um, a, I think, a, a good variety of teams that, that um, allows us to compete in two, um, two private school leagues within Manhattan. So, you know, a list of some of the sports. We have a, a middle school soccer team, which is... Um, which is mixed. It's open for boys and girls to play on. We have a, a volleyball team for the middle school. Uh, we have a tennis team. We have an athletics team. We have a uh, cross-country team. We have a basketball team. We have a middle school swim team. Um, so there are plenty of opportunities. Uh, once you get to around sort of year six and upwards to really compete for your school and have that pride of competing for your school, and maybe you know it's an environment some children have never been in before to, to go and play against another school. So that really opens up there. Um, for children younger down the school, there's still opportunities to have extracurricular clubs. Um, they'd just be more internal. So th- there may be an after-school running club for you know years three, four, five, where it's it's a group within the school that would that would go off and uh, you know go for a run down to the East River Park, um, but they wouldn't be competing against other schools. And then again, some other after-school clubs, similar sports. You know, we have after-school uh, tennis clubs. There might be a, a ballet club. There's a soccer club. There's been a table tennis club. There's actually been a, a golf club as well. So there's oh, a, right. a good okay. variety. There was even a, um, a parkour. I'm not sure if you're familiar with parkour. Wow. Yep. So there's a parkour club we have, which, yeah. um, again, I think is a good example of um, the school being open-minded to things because it's in an urban environment where there's not an abundance of playing fields. You, you have to be creative with how you move. Hmm. And, 
and mm. how you access sort of physical activity as well and and parkour you know that's really where it derives from it's it's very uh very much an urban activity and and we have a parkour club and it was very successful lots of children really really enjoyed it and it, and it kind of um reimagined spaces that were near the school into something that people had ne- you know they may have walked past a certain area before thousands of times but never thought to to use it in a different way so again a good example of of um offering things that that are varied for the students and uh, hopefully engaging for them as well so this um, sounds really good I, yeah yeah you're yeah. talking about this i'm smiling i can't help but smile it sounds fantastic it really does yeah no and, it, and it's very enjoyable like it's again i mean i'm, I'm saying lots about it but we're very, we're very uh, sort of proud of what we offer for the students within within manhattan which is uh, obviously tight for for certain pe spaces uh, and fields and i think the school does a great job of of having this wide offering and it's enjoyable to offer it for the students and uh, hmm. you know long hmm. may it continue so then we we sort of have links with um with uh, like a, there's a, a number of local um, soccer clubs that we have links with. So if a, if there's a student that's in a PE lesson or or playing on our, on one of our teams that, for example, is doing particularly well or is um, is really interested in in taking competitive soccer, you know, outside of school, we sort of facilitate the link with with some organised clubs that would be a more competitive uh, environment for them to go to and to learn in right um similar we have some students uh, older up the school that that um they affect they use fencing as well so we link to some sort of fencing clubs swimming clubs so it's um Mm. we have good um i think the school has very strong links to to uh, local organizations that we use Mm. for some pe lessons but also to to uh, facilitate children going to to sort of a next level of sports outside of school Thomas, quick question for you. When you're not at school, what kind of sport do you enjoy watching yourself? Um, I mean, football, soccer is is my favourite one um, Mm -hmm. in terms of watching it. Um, I don't play so much anymore. I used to, but um, the aches and pains came too much. So uh, (laughs) uh, I I certainly enjoy watching it. And for me, you know, it's it's sort of the as much as moving around from England to to New York and all the changes in life that happens, the the sort of constant of following... Uh, football has been with me since uh, you know as long as I can remember. So that's that's the one that I really look to to follow. But but also you know a lot of uh, major sort of sporting events. I liked I like basketball over here. It's big big in the states. Obviously, um, golf. You know tennis. The U.S. Open when the here in New York's a great event to go to. So um, I'm, I'm I'm open to to other sports. But you know if I had to choose one, soccer is is certainly the one that um, that dominates for me. And at the risk of alienating about 30% or 50% <laughs> of our audience, which UK soccer team would you support? Uh, Manchester United is my team. Okay, um, Which right. I think I might alienate maybe more than that percentage you said <laughs> with that one. Dep- depending who your listeners are, you know, depending who they are. <laughs> if you're of a certain age, then yeah, they've probably switched off. So, uh, But if you, talk, if you talk to some of the students now, they're like, oh, Manchester United, they're not so good, are they? I'm like, well, they used to be. Awesome. Well, I'm sure we haven't lost too many of them. Um, we need to bring this to a close in a minute, but for anyone who's heard anything about sport and wants to get in touch, maybe with a follow-up question, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yeah, sure. So uh, the easiest way would be to email me. Uh, my email uh, can be found on the school website. So uh, just go on there, send me an email with any questions uh, that you may have, and I'd be happy to uh, to get in touch with you. So my, my email would be t.hunt, H-U-N-T, at bis-ny.org. So thunt at Disney.org. Well, look, Thomas, thank you so much for your time. It's been really good to talk to you. It's been great to hear about sport. Um, it's been great to hear that you support Man United. And um, yeah. it's been, I, I appreciate your time being here today. Thank you very much. Thank you.
So that was Thomas Hunt, Head of Sport at Bisney. Thank you, Thomas, for coming on to this episode of the podcast. Don't forget that if you have any questions about anything he said, you can email t.hunt at bisney.org. That's B-I-S hyphen N-Y dot org. Or check out the main school website, which is bisney.org. And the staff will always be happy to help you. Now, if you haven't followed this channel yet, then now's the time to do so, because then when each episode is released, you'll just receive a small notification to let you know that it's available. So go and do that. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you again soon. Bye for now.